Ukraine now, where there has been an unexpected reshuffle of senior government ministers just as the country is preparing for an anticipated surge in attacks from Russia. On Sunday, Defence Minister Oleksiy Reznikov was told he was being replaced after it was discovered that several officials in his department were involved in corruption. He will be replaced by the head of Ukraine's military spy agency. Joining us now is Michael Bosicu, a global affairs analyst and senior fellow at the Atlantic Council for his analysis. Michael, good to talk to you again. Good to be with you again. Thank you for having me. What do we know about the corruption scandals within the Defence Ministry that have led to this reshuffle? Sure. Well, you know, actually, it's nothing new for those of us who have been following Ukraine for so many years. The, particularly the Defence Ministry's procurement branch has been riddled with corruption. It's something apparently they couldn't really fix in time uh, before the war started. So um, it comes as no surprise. But you know, having said that, it's absolutely sickening that corruption is happening in a number of different places within the government um, while Ukraine is fighting what's basically its existential fight that people still have their, their hands in the pot and are trying to make extra money on the side. What's particularly sickening as well is that uh, the, the, the gentlemen that have been accused of corruption have been um, trying to earn money from um, uh, items that have been uh, sourced for the war. This includes, for example, food items. This includes, for example, um, bulletproof vests, that sort of thing that were purchased. They were substandard and yet um, it was allowed to happen. So no surprise that uh, the presidential administration came down on this with essentially a sledgehammer because the they know the world is watching. They know donors are watching. There are billions of dollars coming into Ukraine every month. And if this is the perception that is allowed to spread, uh, it will have very bad consequences potentially for Ukraine. For example, from the uh, from Capitol Hill in the United States, where the shift um, is now in the House of Representatives to the Republicans and more criticism expected from them. It's important to say that the outgoing defence minister, Alexei Reznikov, hasn't been implicated in any of the corruption allegations. So why is he being removed then? Yeah, well, as often happens in Ukraine, there's a bit of back and forth on these news reports that, um, you know, it could very well be that he stays in his position. Um, but he he has said that um, he was not involved in this. Uh, could be true. So I'm um, I'm willing to speculate that the government has something on him that we perhaps don't know about. He was a key player, obviously, in, in the war. He is very visible. He's liked by journalists. He has a great kind of image to present to the West. So this is very, very surprising. I mean, you probably if you you can resist changing your defense minister in the midst of a war, that's probably a good thing. So he uh, it's said that he's going to be shuffled to a pretty insignificant uh, ministry. He may not take the position. And in his place, uh, it, it reportedly, is General Budanov, who uh, was the head of the defense ministry's intelligence directorate. And he has been a rising star uh, since about 2020 when he was 34 years old. Um, apparently, he was connected with the um, killing of a Russian Federal Security Service lieutenant colonel in Crimea 
um, in 2016. So he's been awarded, decorated, and um, seems like a, a logical pick if uh, Reznikov has to be moved. Mm. Ukraine is keen to forge closer ties with the EU and wants to join the union. Is this a good move by President Zelensky to demonstrate that he takes corruption seriously? Is Do you see it within that prism as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, 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 it seems like an eternity, doesn't it, since the war started. Uh, we're almost at the one-year mark. But previous to the start of the war, um, Zelensky was under a lot of heat from donors from the EU to tackle corruption. He was seen to have been sliding on campaign promises to, for example, clean up the judiciary. I, sp- I have spoken to a lot of Ukrainians who were very disappointed with his performance pre-war uh, because... No, that's why a lot of people voted for him. Um, There was widespread disgust at the level of corruption in Ukraine. And it was very, very important for the government to tackle this with full force because otherwise the brain drain that has been going on for quite some time would only accelerate. Um, There's an important point here to be made, Patricia, is that millions of Ukrainians, as you know, have fled Ukraine because of the war. Among those, a lot of young people intelligent people, people in tech, for example, for them to come back, I think the the government needs to demonstrate that it's not using the war as a pass to not tackle corruption, that it's still going to tackle the two wars, the war with Russia and the war on corruption. In fact, um, if I may, I just spoke to um, a 20-something-year-old uh, entrepreneur in Kiev and from Ukraine, and she told me, look, I haven't stopped, for example, recycling during the war. There's no reason why the government should stop its battle against corruption during the war, because we want to end this war, but we also want to live in Ukraine, which is um, free from corruption, where everyone has an equal chance to succeed. What a line. I haven't stopped recycling. Michael, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Michael Bosacue is a global affairs analyst and a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.